Welcome to Under the Covers with Nick and Charlie. Yes, today is a hell of a day. Oh, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Ooh. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Either. I got my my uh, baby Billy Eras t-shirt on in honor of uh, nice. uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, his misbehaving tour. I woke up early today to see if her jet landed in uh, in Vegas. So uh, oh, to let my, let my daughters know that uh, she did. She she actually landed in L.A. So okay, couldn't find a parking space. Jeez, then first... she take like a helicopter to Vegas or what? I don't I don't know, but that's definitely first world problems when you can't find a parking space for your jet. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a big jet. She's got a crew. She's got yeah. her. She's got a room. She's probably got a recording studio on her jet. Yeah, she's just sitting there recording all the time. <laughs> I uh, actually not... have, I actually have a a bet with my coworker John on uh, how many times they'll show Taylor Swift. I'm surprised that's not. I'm surprised that's not a real bet, like something that you can get on yeah. like one of those bet sites that we don't want to name because we don't don't have uh, their uh, ad it's dollars yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we it's got to be live during the game. It's got to be live shots. They can't be like graphics of oh here Taylor flew from Japan, blah blah blah, all that stuff or previous. It's got to be live shots. And I took the over on five and a half. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just glad that Taylor now is living a monogamous lifestyle um, with Travis yeah. Kelsey. I think she's a, she's a wholesome girl, uh, very wholesome. Um, so yeah, she uh, it's true love. So yeah. It is true love. I, I think it's true love. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everyone. A couple weeks late <laughs> when you're listening to this. So, you know, the San Francisco 49ers will, will be world champions or Kansas City. I don't know. Yeah, I I uh, made a bet on uh, Kansas City a while ago. So I I did like a $5 bet. So nice. Nice. If I win, I'm rooting I win, for like... offensive linemen. Scored touchdowns. What? <laughs> offensive lineman yeah just one it could be either team just be, well, dude, just be of course hopefully it's just one i will tell you it's the world's <laughs> worst bet you've made if you said hey i bet on multiple offensive linemen does a tight end count or no 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 okay. it's gotta so i mean we'll see there might be a trick play i know andy reed likes to throw those out there but we're oh, a, yeah we're a, a music podcast not a football podcast so <laughs> yeah. sorry folks i guess we we're just excited for the big game well yeah we <laughs> probably can't say the actual name of it right <laughs> we'll, we'll just bleep it out every single time <laughs> like we're swearing or calling major major stars a slut or something I like got, that I, I, have to, I have to figure out how to add bleeps that'd be fun yeah yeah we could just bleep out like normal words and people be like oh man I wonder what he said <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So yeah, we're just uh, we're we're not sports uh, aficionados. We are music aficionados. We are just two dudes. Uh, that what we do is we listen to a popular song, uh, typically a rock song, but not necessarily uh, just that. But uh, and then we listen to a cover version of that song, mm-hmm. and then we compare and contrast. And at the end here, we vote on uh, which one's the our favorite. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily the best because it's this is uh, our favorites. Um, and you know, the feedback I've received is everybody loves this format. The only thing that they get frustrated with is that they can't listen to the song mid mid coitus, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, midway through this whole thing. 
coitus i got that from the last episode if you haven't listened to that i've been <laughs> trying to insert that into my normal conversation tactics makes um, sense <laughs> it makes sense for sure <laughs> it's really weird when you're at work um that i you know it's it, i guess it gets into the hr office but um <laughs> but yeah so today today we've got um an interesting combo i, I I'm, I'm excited for this this one actually got fast-tracked actually yeah yeah it's fun we've got uh dancing with myself um, oh 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 <laughs> i'm sorry it's hard to say it's hard to say dance with myself without the oh 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 by uh billy idol uh originally generation x featuring billy idol but then he re-recorded it uh on his own after that band uh broke up and uh mm-hmm. the cover version is by uh, blink 182 yes bl- the blink hyphen 182 hyphen. always gotta have that hyphen in there yeah you know plagiarism um <laughs> but uh, actually you know what this is fairly uh topical because because taylor swift came from tokyo today to go watch did. the super bowl and this song is is about tokyo it's actually yeah, about I'm, people in tokyo yeah dancing with themselves in, in mirrors i read uh <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think the, even the first line states that, but I guess that's where they got the idea was uh, uh, they were they were playing some shows over there and happened to go to a discotheque and they were blown away that people were just dancing with themselves in front of mirrors. Yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that until they heard what you just said that uh, probably thought this was about self gratification, possibly. Possibly, you know. Dancing, being in hyphens, or quotes, <laughs> excuse me, quotes. I'm sorry, I'm not the word guy. Uh, uh, you were on the hyphen train because of Blink, one eight, oh, yeah. hyphen 182. I but, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's still, I'm, I'm sure he still kind of has some innuendos. It can it can take multiple meanings. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know, man. The, the, the lyrics are actually pretty damn straightforward. Pretty like, straightforward. the first line is, on the floors of Toki, Oh oh, or down in London town a go go, uh, with a record the selection and the mirrors reflection. I am a dancing with myself. So, I mean, unless he's like yeah. slinging the juice there in a public setting. I mean, it's possible. I've 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 heard of some some people who are you know really like themselves will will gratify themselves in front of a mirror. So, really. <laughs> Is this is no. this also the eye, eye patch club? <laughs> no, I think I'm just thinking of that movie American Psycho, where uh, uh, Christian Bale likes to uh, watch himself have sex in the mirror while he's. In. Uh, but I, I, Michael Jackson, he he was he was always talking to the man in the mirror or something like that. Yeah, right? yeah same they, kind of deal. Could have been a horror thing though. I've I've uh, you know like like Candyman. Or Bloody Mary. <laughs> Wasn't what's the Bloody Mary thing? You're supposed to sit in a bathroom and say Bloody Mary like a bunch of times, and yeah, she's supposed to dark. appear or something. Yeah, uh, same same concept with Candyman, but I think oh, Bloody yeah. Mary's three times and uh, Candyman's five. So I haven't tried it. I don't suggest trying it. It sounds yeah. super scary. Yeah, watch it. I'm gonna. Whoa! What happened? Uh-oh. I... Do, do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound normal. Oh, okay. I must have bumped, bumped a button there, but it. Sorry about that, folks. That's a. Uh, sorry, high technology equipment that I just touched on accident. So yeah, let's get back to the song. 
Yeah. Before we uh, do, we could we could um, call out our sponsors this week. Oh yes. And Let's then do we that. can get back into the song. So we need that money, Corey. Yeah. <clears throat> so this week you're going um, solo on this one. Last time I I kept uh, I ad libbed. I, I, I rapped it. into it. I loved it. It was perfect. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, but this week, uh, our sponsor is um, Real Doll Dance Partner. Are you tired of dancing with yourself? Look no further. Introducing the Real Doll Dance Partner. Tired of your moves scaring away real people? Say goodbye to rejection and hello to your new BFF. Our Real Doll Dance Partner is always ready to bust a move with you. With her lifelike features, flexible joints, and natural orifices, she'll have you moving and grooving like a pro in no time. Plus, she never gets tired of com- or complains about you falling asleep right after dancing. <laughs> Worried about awkward conversations? Don't sweat it. Our real doll dance partner comes with pre-programmed phase- phrases like, Wow, you're such a great dancer, and I can't believe how smooth you are. Because who knew- needs real compliments when you could have fake ones? Whether you're practicing for the real thing or just looking for someone to do the horizontal shuffle with, the Real Doll Dance Partner has got you covered. Order now and get ready to laugh, groove, and maybe even embarrass yourself a little. Because with her by your side, every day is a party. They also want me to note that this doll is intended for dancing purposes only. Yes, there's probably some hygiene issues there, right? Uh, I I would assume so. You get a little sweaty when you dance sometimes. Sweat, 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 <laughs> sweat, 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 sweat. <laughs> oh, Billy Idol gets a little sweaty in the music video. Oh my gosh, he does. He gets real lathered up, mm-hmm. um, and because he, he starts out just fine, and the whole rubbing his uh, tattoo, he that's, yeah. that that makes an appearance a couple times. Yeah, I had to Google what that was all about, and I guess it's a real tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote it down here somewhere. It was a Russian comic character. Nice. From like the 70s. Octobriana. Octobriana. So yeah, he, hmm. he rubs that tattoo multiple times. And then there's like a whole billboard of it too. He, oh, I didn't he, even notice the billboard. Yeah, yeah towards the end there. I I was, because uh, for those who haven't seen the video, it's this sort of post-apocalyptic uh, time. And he's on a roof, I guess. I mean, because these mm-hmm. zombies are trying to uh, <laughs> climb up. Uh, and he's dancing with himself because there's nobody to dance with. Yeah. And then they get up there. And then they, uh, he, he decides to connect a couple Transformers. Yeah, yeah. He, he completes the uh, the circuit by grabbing two giant Transformers. And... and I'll say there's not lasers coming from his eyes, but it's implied, right? Yeah, yeah, they get they get zapped. So, do you know who directed this uh, video? No, Toby Hooper of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre fame. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so it's 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 kind of in the same vein. It's kind of got that horror horror vibe to it. But it's kind of it's got a sweet little ending. I mean, the zombies climb back up and oh yeah, they they dance. They dance. Because, you know, if he had the chance and he asked the world to dance, and they did. They they <laughs> really, the really wanted to dance. Like, who climbs a building just to dance? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they... I, there's a bunch of other stuff interspersed there, but it's... Yeah, remember that weird weird dude with the skeleton with a weird puppet? Yeah. Like... What a... <laughs> That's there's probably... Certain... Toby Hoover was just like, I couldn't fit this into a movie, so I got to put it in here. <laughs> 
yeah there's there's a lot of questions in that that whole whole thing here um i'm sure i'm sure it made sense to somebody but you know billy idol um he he, he william michael albert broad is his real name by the way yeah. you know he's had a pretty big history of questionable decisions um as a matter of fact it, it was you know really his drug use and tempers flaring that kind of broke up generation x or gen x um which was ahead of its time gen x i don't think gen x was even a thing when they were around like the real like I yeah, the real late generation. 70s i I, don't, I never know when those generations start yeah so so yeah they the, the last album kiss me deadly that dancing with myself was on was sort of their last ditch attempt to write some hits because chrysalis uh which was their record label um was tired of investing all this money and not having the chart topping success. But, you know, things were going a little crazy. People were on drugs. Um, wait, and wait. what these rock stars did drugs, these rock stars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I got, yeah, they, they were, uh, and it gets worse. This was like the early days of Bailey Idol doing drugs. Cause they, they, he kind of went on his own, remixed the song. Didn't re-record it, but just remixed it, mm. and um, that was kind of his his foray into solo solo stardom. And um, so, so he, re- he he just remixed it, and that's what was released on that that EP. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know and that it, it wasn't it, re-recorded. Yeah, it's the the guitars um, are brought down a little bit, and the drums and his vocals are brought up, um, and. Uh, so yeah, he was at that point. He, you know, he's he mixed this uh, or did this did his first album. What was his first album name? I forgot what it was named. Um, uh, might have been just Billy Idol, actually. It was on the EP "Don't Stop." Yeah, well, yeah. I'm saying he. So he, this this song came out, became a hit, and then while he was recording his first full length album, which I think was just called Billy Idol, um, okay. and then that that blew up. And so then he was like legitimately like a a star, uh, if you will. Uh, but he was getting he was getting more and more crazy. It's, so Billy Idol came out, and then Rebel Yell was the next album. Um, and while he was in L.A. to record that, they put him at the um, this famous hotel called the Chateau Marmont, which is like where all the rock stars stay, and you know Led mm-hmm. Zeppelin or John Bonham drove his Harley through and stuff like this. And on uh, March 5th, 1982, Billy Idol woke up at like, like four in the morning, like really early in the morning. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he was pissed because his room didn't have any alcohol in it. So he, so he, fucking destroy this room right like this one does at 4 a.m exactly. i need more booze like <laughs> yeah which is a probably a sure telltale sign that you don't need more booze i'm just <laughs> gonna throw that out there um but really keith mooned this fucking room up and um so as he's tearing this room apart and, and it's 4 a.m he sleeps naked so he's he's in the buff uh the police arrived and he decided to just turn himself in uh without a fight so so like literally he's like paraded through this <laughs> this high-end hotel naked um because he couldn't find any booze so they put him in the slammer so now he's sitting in jail does he and, is he still butt naked 
No, I think at this point he probably has one of those jumpsuits on or a oh, towel or, a, okay. you know, who knows. Or maybe I'm just one trying of those... to picture it in my head, so, you know, yeah, he's setting there. a good scene here. He's, he's looking like David Hasselhoff in a cell, you know, just by himself. And um, so he comes out, the, the police weren't even there to arrest him. They were actually responding to an overdose of John Belushi, who had just died in Bungalow 3. Oh, no. So, <laughs> talk about being at the <laughs> wrong place. At the wrong time, <laughs> but I, but also like, where was his mind when he's just like, yeah, I guess it's, I'm in trouble. Yeah, but like, like you would think if if he's so pissed about not getting booze, he'd he'd like fight back or something, or he, I, I don't know, maybe. I don't know, or or hunker down in your room. It's not like they're kicking in the door. I mean, he, yeah. he like, okay, I guess you're here. I mean. <laughs> Maybe maybe it had something to do with like his passport and he didn't want to, you know, get kicked out of the States. Oh yeah. Well he 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 was that's not even the craziest story about Billy Idol. He 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 got kicked out of Thailand. Um so he I know. So <laughs> the next little... person on that list is probably gonna be Sean, my buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so Billy Idol and this buddy, uh, he was going through a divorce. There was bad stuff going on. He was totally had tons of money, got hooked on drugs. Um, and <laughs> him and a buddy went to Thailand on a, uh, how, how, how you say sex holiday. And they were drinking heavy and they were doing this for like four days and then got tired of drinking. So they decided to ask a cab driver to go get them some cocaine. Okay. So the cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they didn't have Uber back then. <laughs> exactly. So the cab driver came back and had this like vial that was like less um, uh, cocaine than they thought they were going to get. And the guy took it and it was heroin, right? So they're Jeez. like, well, giddy up, I guess. And so for like two weeks, they started doing heroin uh, as if like, let's let's take this to level nine. And there's this, there's this quote um, that... This is from Billy Idol. Said the only trouble was that we'd got a lot of Valiums and heavy tranquilizers as well. I don't do well on tranquilizers at all. It just made me change personalities completely. I would become violent and start smashing things. <laughs> this is the next part. <laughs> I'd been lifting weights, so I was massively powerful. I think we went through a few hotels like that before the Thai army escorted me out of the country on a gurney. <laughs> and word is, is that he held some hookers hostage for like a few days. Oh, and um, anyway, they, they had to like tranquilize him. Wow. So, well, he's yeah. already on tranquilizer. I liked his humble brag, though. I was massively <laughs> strong. It reminded me of the dude on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, uh was so powerful at that time. <sighs> Billy um, Idol. He's had an interesting career. He's put out he a has. Christmas album. He's <laughs> collaborated with Miley Cyrus. He's been in movies, uh, TV shows. Gosh, I even read that he was going to be the the T one thousand in Terminator. What? Like Terminator Two? Like, uh I don't really. I've seen them, but it's been a long time. But it's that that one Terminator that turns metal or whatever. Oh yeah, Can you that would have been picture cool. that. He was going to do that, but then he got in his motorcycle crash. Oh yeah, that about ripped off his leg. Yeah, and so he obviously because I guess he was all signed up and ready to go. Jeez, and then, then he got that, in that crash. That would have been cool. You know what? That probably would have made him like 
a true superstar. Like, like I, I know he was mm-hmm. big in the eighties, but if you're T two thousand, one thousand, whatever number yeah. it is, um, but uh, you know what? He was also somewhat revolutionary. You know what else he did? I do. Oh, good. Say it. <laughs> I don't. No, in his album Cyberpunk, he was the first uh, artist to put an email address down in the liner's Ooh. notes. Yeah. What, was it a Yahoo? Or... No, it was, <laughs> it was idol at well.sf.ca.us. Wow. Yeah. That's that's interesting. That's cool. And and what a what a good album to put it on Cyberpunk, you know. Yeah, that um what what year did you say that was? 93? Um let's see, 1980 Jump the Shark. I don't know. Um <laughs> Oh, that's that's interesting. I, I I don't think I would ever guess that, but that's good trivia to know. Yeah, you ever yeah. had bar trivia? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And he looks cool. Like even now, I'd like he to does. look like Billy Idol. He 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 looks. Yeah, he he looks like a a punk rocker for sure. What what movie was he in there? The the one where he was in first class was that it was a uh, wedding wedding singer. Oh yeah, yeah, because they were where first he class was. And... Yeah, with uh, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Yeah, and he. You know, it was himself. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that one. That was a good movie. Yeah. Gosh dang, I would love to have seen him as a Terminator. I'm going to try to, I might have to Photoshop that, see what that would look like. Because I didn't like I bet, the other guy. <laughs> I bet you in some alternate universe he didn't get in that motorcycle crash. And he was the Terminator. Yeah. And... <laughs> and now he's bigger than Taylor Swift. Not an alternate universe. Yeah. Not, not in our universe. Mm-mm. 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 So we want to... You want to listen to this song? Yeah. yeah, I'd like to give it a listen. So off the um, Kiss Me Deadly album, this one has 44,561,039 plays, and it's three minutes and 48 seconds long, and I'm excited to hear it. I am too, and I, I guess before we listen to it, um, because I had a note here, on the EP he released this on, re-released this on, when it, it remixed it and everything, um, the EP Don't Stop... Billy Idol also had a cover song on there, Money Money. Oh, I yeah. used to love that song when I was a kid. Who sang that originally? I, I, uh, I forgot. Tommy James and the Shondells from like the 60s. But yeah, I, but, yeah, I loved Money Money as a kid. So that was yeah, probably and, my first real introduction to uh, Billy Idol um, that I that I really enjoyed. You know what? That that was probably my first introduction to um, cover songs. Now that you mention it, because I remember my parents, um, my mom. Let's see here. My mom liking it because she liked Tommy James and the Shondells, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you said. And mm-hmm. my dad. I remember. I, I dude. I remember driving in. Uh, we had a Dodge Omni. It was a gray Dodge Omni, and it was nice. me and my sister in the back seat, and they were in the front. And that came on, and my dad, my mom was like, oh, I love this song. And, and Tommy James, and she always did this thing with her thumb where she, that was her microphone. And uh, my dad, I remember being like, it just sounds just like the original. You didn't do anything about it. But then I think like a year later, he became a big Billy Idol fan. So it <laughs> didn't last too long. Yeah, that's fun. And that's a big, glad... that's a big wedding song too, isn't it now? It's like come around as a big wedding song, hasn't it? Oh, nice. I don't know. I haven't been to a wedding in a long time. I'm too too yeah. busy dancing with myself. Yeah, well, you know, you and you and Sean's wedding is coming up here pretty quick, isn't it? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> All <laughs> right, let's listen. Uh, let's go back to this uh, uh, 
What song are we even even recording today or talking about today? Oh, dance with myself. myself. Yeah, I've been we'll, making we'll wings all morning. It's gonna be one of those days. Well, yeah. Sorry again, we can't play it, but uh, there'll be a little interlude. You can you can pause and uh, listen to it yourself, and uh, we'll be back in a in a few minutes. Nick probably has the exact time. Three minutes and forty eight seconds. There we go. Here we go, folks. Enjoy. So let's sink another drink. Oh, uh, uh, dancing with myself. If I had the chance, I'd ask the world to dance, and I'd be dancing. So let's sink another drink. Sweat, 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 sweat. You know what? If if only he had the technology we have today, because he could have just went sweat, 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 sweat. <laughs> oh god, that was that was amazing. <laughs> and and yeah, if uh, to our references earlier with Billy Idol sweating, he was really sweaty when he was screaming that. Yes, yes, especially in the video. Um, <laughs> I guess I never put that together until just that moment. That that's what why they probably lathered him up with lube in the video. But he also had to get out of those leather clothes. <laughs> oh, imagine getting wet in your leather clothes and shrinking. You stop tight on your skin. Stop. Just okay. Stop. Okay. So the song is pretty basic. It's just a one, three, five chord structure, which is basically a blues deal. Um, and the riff, um, you know where that, uh, I, I think somebody who's copied that riff Who's that? is Stevie Ray Vaughan in the beginning of Pride and Joy. It's literally the same beginning hmm. over and over again. Um, so obviously, I don't know if Stevie Ray Vaughan ever listened to this or not. And he can't get me for talking bad about him, but I think he ripped it off. Because he's probably a big Billy Idol fan. <laughs> Up in heaven. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. When, when did uh, Stevie Ray release that song? Was I don't know. Probably... I didn't even look it up. But it's, yeah. It's, it's just this, this. After this. Yeah, it was definitely after this. Because this was, this was in 79, right? So yeah, it was 78, 79. I'm surprised uh, Billy Idol's not too litigious, man. He could get some money. Yeah, I, uh. Yeah, who knows? Uh, 1982? Wow, you okay. know what? It's probably pretty close. Oops. Now that I'm looking at it. Oh, it was released in 1983, so it was recorded in 1982. So, okay, so a few years after this. Yeah, and it's an I'm... E, so it was Pride and Joy. Um, <laughs> but, Interesting uh, facts. You're, we're, we're all of a sudden a, uh, a, like a murder podcast for music, musicians. 
<laughs> solve all these mysteries. I know, and and spawning all sorts of lawsuits. I guess I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but I mean, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna uh, uh, talk about podcast. <laughs> talk about the uh, the sink another drink. I think I'm gonna put that into my uh, I... vernacular. Like that is fun. Like instead of hey, let's get another round. Hey, let's sink another drink. That is a great term. I, I love it. It's funny when I was just popping a new beer open when I when that was coming up. I'm like, that is a great term. Sink another yeah. drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I was listening it. to the song this week, I was like, I just kept focusing on that line, being like, damn, that's cool. That should be a T-shirt. Let's sink another drink and just have a beer like a big mug on it. I can I can make it. I got my cricket. <laughs> let's, let's do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a note here. So I think I think this I I tell you I think this song like bridges the seventies punk and eighties kind of like just eighties rock and sort of new wave perfectly. Um, There's there's sort of this it's punk uh, for sure, uh, but it's 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 like it's got to be one of the first kind of new wave esque songs, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got you're 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 spot on. Like it's it's got that punk rock vibe, but also a new wave just 80s vibe like yeah where it's 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 i think it's more accessible um to both crowds um so it's not it's not necessarily well i don't know because i'm not a punk but um you know if if it seems like that punk crowd wouldn't be like oh he just sold out he's trying to get popular blah 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 it it still seems punk you know and and listening to Billy Idol and actually listening to Generation X, I was kind of thinking it was the sellout punk band. Like that was what I was kind of predisposed to think of. Um, but no, nah, I just I just think he just kind of had his own ideas here and you know hit it at the right time because you know this took him basically to eighty three, eighty four, um, and at that point you're you know just a few years away from you know, the, the hair, hair metal and, and all the other stuff that's, that mm-hmm. would kind of made him a little obsolete, but, uh, his, uh, the reverb on his vocals on this song are, are a little karaoke ish to me. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that I think really ages it. Uh, I don't know how you would do it any different cause I'm not an engineer, but, um, it's, it's, it's a little Elvisy. Um, okay. I but, see, I see what you're saying, but it's I... obviously Billy Idol. Yeah, and I, I think I'm just so so used to that, used to that, and that I don't, I didn't necessarily pick up on that. Um, but yeah, if he recorded it today, it probably would definitely sound a little different. So, but it's a, I, I tell you, I I love this song. And, and look, I I got my my Billy Idol album up here, Rebel Yell. Um, I really like Rebel, or I really like Billy Idol as a whole. I mean, mm-hmm. it's and and you're right, it's one that if you would ask a hundred people even of our age, you know, name one of their favorite artists and gave him a hundred. I bet you wouldn't, you would, people wouldn't get around to Billy Idol for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that's a great point. I, before we decided to do this song, I don't remember the last time I listened to Billy Idol, unless it yeah. came on classic rock radio when I had it on the cars for some reason. Yeah. So, white, yeah white wedding. Good stuff. You hear a lot now, obviously yeah. still, I, I think that one's probably, cause I don't hardly ever hear rebel yell, even on, Pandora or any of these other ones that I these mixes, but I hear White Wedding every now and then. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever hear this one. Eyes without a face. Uh, 
you know, some of his other stuff. You just don't hear them anymore. Um, but in leading up to this, I listened to a lot of his stuff and I'm like, man, still age is pretty good. Um, if, yeah. let me say this, age is pretty good if you're into that. Like if you, if you didn't like it, it's, you're going to be like, oh my God, how many Billy Idol songs <laughs> yeah. we can listen to? The Eyes Without a Face always kind of has had a David Bowie vibe to me. Yes. You know what? Billy Idol's voice has a David Bowie-esque feel with that reverb and kind of the that that let's dance slap back. I yeah, I yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I there's nothing wrong to me with I, I you know what if I was a pure punk head guy, I could see where I would be like fuck that. Um but there's nothing wrong with being commercializing your music and you know that Billy Idol kind of did it back there in the early eighties. But, but then you fast forward to the, to the nineties and you get bands like Blink 182. Right. And they kind of brought polished punk back, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, is that accurate? Would you? Yeah, they, they brought it, they made it, um, radio friendly radio friendly er um cuz obviously they still had their their edge to them and um but <laughs> they definitely made made it uh commercial more commercialized and easier to play on radio and MTV and things like that yeah what do you think so so i i think the first i think the first exposure i had to blink 182 was you had the enema of the state either CD or tape or something in your room or somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had the uh, CD probably for yeah. one of those Columbia house deals. Yeah. You're still, CDs for you, a penny. You still owe your $459 for that. I know, I know. Those credit creditors are coming after me still to this day. <laughs> but it was, you know, and I, I always was like, they've always been in this gap of things. I'm not sure if I like them or not. Like, but when I listen to them, I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty nice. Um, yeah, the only yeah. Thing I just kinda... just yesterday, I, uh, what's my age again? Came on on one of my daily playlists while I was driving. Um, you know, those ones Spotify puts puts together. And uh, yeah, I don't listen to them all the time, but uh, yeah. Now that um, song, that song is awesome. I mean, that is a hell of a song. Um, it's almost a perfect song to me, uh, just because it's short, it's easy, it's getting to the point. So, mm-hmm. um, the only thing, the only knock I have on Blink One Eight Two, which is, which some people will be like, yeah, and different about it. Some people will be like, oh, I totally get what you're saying there. Is is some of the the potty humor that they have? Um, mm-hmm. It's a little much. I think it, it it's yeah, it, it's sort of like the Offspring, where you're making fun of music, and I kind of get pissed off. Not pissed off. That's too hard of a word, but. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, geez. Well, I mean, be... even in that "What's My Age Again" song, you know, there's that potty humor there. Yeah. Um, I think it just kind of shows their age as well, um, yeah. and their their ad their punk attitude, where yeah, they're just like, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna do what I want, and it's gonna be fun for me. And take it if you like it, kind of thing. Right. Right. I, I you, you, you dead nuts on there, um, and and that is that punk attitude for sure. Um, this song was hard to find information on. Um, yeah, yeah. It, weirdly, yeah. I I've read 
weird like just random facts like one one thing i read um and it was on some reddit thread just from a google search <laughs> that it wasn't actually blink the full blink 182 band it was just mark and tom singing and then some other musicians playing um i read it was some bonus track on a, a take take your pants off and jacket is that the name of that album? See, there's yeah. that body humor right there. Uh-huh. But then but, I also read it was a which, bonus which, track on an earlier album, and then, but uh, I think definitively it's on a uh, before you were punk compilation album that's just full of punk bands doing covers. Yeah, and it's funny you said that. Take off your pants and jacket. It, which is sort of funny because of the sort of appropriate with the song. Um, but I think that's hilarious. Like every time I, so I just dissed. The potty humor, but I'm like, <laughs> uh, we all we all have our third grade brain still inside of us. Yeah, if, if Mindy comes walking through this door, she's gonna be like, Nick always has a third grade grade brain on. So, <laughs> um, no, it, it's uh, the other thing I I did see it was on this uh, soundtrack for this movie called Oh yeah, uh, I forgot <laughs> Loose Change, which is a Taylor Steele movie, and Taylor Steele was a surfer like movie maker sort of like you know how like back in the day there was like bmx movies and mm-hmm. off-road movies and like that. so that's what this guy did um and his movies in general sort of blended punk rock and surfing uh and so i started watching this movie i didn't get it uh this guy's supposedly like the best surfer guy ever like um and what this was is supposedly these like pro surfers um if they couldn't surf what would they be doing so they filmed all these little skits uh and you can see these skits on youtube and they're ridiculous <laughs> like i feel like when i was in art school i could have filmed these with a normal camera just walking in somewhere and doing it but um i probably would have gotten an f if i would have done <laughs> done what he did what what this great uh <laughs> filmmaker did taylor Steele. um but i'm sure it's tough you know i've seen so surfing movies and like downhill skiing movies, they all kind of feel the same. Like, the, look, I look in, I work in the firearms industry too. And same with like some of the, the comp- competitive shooting. Cause you're always like behind a person or you're always at like one angle. Mm-hmm. You can't like properly tell a story. So. Hey folks, sorry for the interruption here. I just wanted to jump in with an addendum uh, in this next segment here. I keep calling the movie point break point blank. And I realized right after recording what I did there, uh, I do know the movie's called Point Break. Uh, it's a good movie. Go watch it. Sorry for my mistake. And uh, please don't come at me. Oh, um, What's your favorite surfing movie? I think I have a favorite surfing movie. I can't believe you just b- didn't say Point Blank. I don't even know what movie that is. I've never even seen oh, it. With, with the late great Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. I don't don't know. Do I, do your rest in peace noise again because I don't have the button for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was also drinking in the middle of that. <laughs> okay, that was that was, that was just overdub that. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wah wah wah. Um, just yeah, point blank, uh, blank with uh, Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves, where they're like bank robbers and they wore the. The the I don't think I've seen the it. The mask, the presidential mask. Okay. I, I, I don't really Sorry. I'm not even 
like even Keanu Reeves, I can see him being in a server movie. Never mind. I'll take it back. Never <laughs> this mind. is from the nineties, so it was a good yeah. movie. Give it a watch. Yeah. So I don't this... think that wasn't a very definitive. Yeah. No. I'm not, we're not. Watch. We're not leaving this topic until you say yes. I will watch Point Break. I I don't think I got the time in my schedule uh, to uh, watch Point uh, Break right now. Uh, um, I I'd love to give you the hope and dreams hey, hey, hey. We'll and aspirations we'll that I'm going to sit there and watch a '90s Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze <laughs> R.I.P. movie. Um, but uh, I'd rather watch Roadhouse. Oh again. God, that's a great movie. Actually, as a matter of fact, I might watch Roadhouse right now. I might watch Roadhouse, put up a mirror, dance with myself, and then get on with my wings. Awesome. There's some nudity in Roadhouse, I think. Yeah. Both Patrick Swayze and a woman. <laughs> oh, no. So I was literally in my brain thinking of women in my head, like naked women. And you put, suddenly was like... Interruptus, coitus interruptus. Here's Patrick Swayze. I think there was some scene where he's doing yoga, stretching, and and yeah. But you see his dang? No, I don't no. think you see the the front front Just pieces. His butt. Yeah, nice. But uh, I, cool I heard he movie. Has a tattoo on his butt of some Ru- Russian. What I'm just gonna, I can't remember. <laughs> Keeps rubbing idea. his hand over it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, I think Blink One Eighty Two recorded this. It, it, Honestly, there's just nothing on this song. It's hard to find. But I think they recorded it uh at during the uh Cheshire Cat uh sessions um uh, because the the bass guitar and the drums sound almost identical. Um and this was before uh my good buddy Travis Barker joined the band. Uh mm. so um he was the original uh drummer for Blink-182 uh and he's joined the band at 14. Um, Travis Barker no, this oh, this Scott Rayner, oh. Scott Rayner. Sorry. Um, and uh, well, here's a fun. Here's a funny. This is the this is the, the humor that I'm like. I don't know if I like. So Tom DeLong met this Scott Rayner at a Battle of the Bands when uh, Rayner's t- uh, band played Metallica's "Creeping Death" at a, at this Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. But DeLong played an, an original titled. Who's going to shave your back tonight? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, this uh, Scott Rayner became a alcoholic, and so they fired him. As a matter of fact, he went home uh, on a tour, and Travis Barker uh, sat in, actually learned all the Blink-182 songs for the night in 45 minutes before they went on stage, played it, crushed it, and... Nice. I think I think I did hear that part. Where, yeah, he learned them all really quick. But, yeah, I didn't realize, like, that 14-year-old kid, like, to be a raging alcoholic that young. Oof. Yeah, I think he was, like, 16 or 17 at that point. Yeah, but, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. And that was after Dude Ranch. So he, he this kid recorded Cheshire Cat and then Dude Ranch. And then I think Enemy of the State happened after that was the, okay. next, was the next album. And that was their, but, their uh, first big one. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, it was uh, it, 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 you know, so so yeah, to find information on Blink One Eight Two doing this is it, it's slim pickings to say the least. Um, <laughs> Should we give this it, one a, a listen? Yeah, I think so. Uh, this song is a minute shorter. Uh, they speed it up a little bit, um, which that's that's Blink style, and get this. For a Blink-182 song, there's only 3.5 million plays on this, which 
insanely low for Blink-182. Um, early stuff, late stuff, but they're I, such a huge band. I think what happened and why it only has so few listens is one guy listened to it and then told his buddies, don't ever listen to that. <laughs> I've been I've been sharing it for weeks, man. I've been putting it on Reddit pages. I've been so yeah. Let's listen to this. Let's let's let it rip. If you want to, if you want to, <laughs> we'll be back. some potty humor at the end of the song my gosh why did <laughs> why, why did you have to do that who me no no tom DeLong. <laughs> yeah. hey you look great tonight ah that's insane where'd you get that done yeah i've never seen a circumcision like that before that's great want to dance <laughs> folks he really says that yes he does i mean come on dude really we had a good thing going. That's a good song. Did we? Hmm? Is it a good song? I think it's good. I think it's a, okay. it's a wall of sound. I mean, you don't, you don't, ah, well, I know where you're going with this. Jeez. It, it is a Blink-182 sound, for sure. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Like, if you like Blink-182, you'll like this song. And as a matter okay. of fact, most of the people I saw in those deep, dark Reddit areas were like... <laughs> It should have been on the greatest hits and whatever. There's some there's some naysayers, but I think they were keyboard warriors. Um and, and yeah, so but the scream, the scream at two, yeah. it's like how'd, that high scream. How'd you feel about that? Um it was good to a point until he started trailing off like an orgasmic woman. Uh that was a little <laughs> He did do a little moan at the end of that. Yeah, yeah, but no, I dig it. I, 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 I think it's cool. I, okay. I think they, I think they blinked it. You know, yeah, you I don't have anything to say. They blinked it. I don't. I tried to come up with notes, and it's just like I don't know what to say other than I'm angry with you for picking this cover version. Really. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll tell you one thing. I'm not angry with you. That's a joke. I was uh, this morning while I was getting ready. I was that was kind of the thought in the back of my head. I'm not mad about it, but I probably will never ever listen to their version again. Wow! So your vote? I can see you're, we're we're already going into the voting phase here. 
<laughs> we don't, we don't have to. No, no, we're already in the voting phase. You already voted. You're 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 pretty much there. So go ahead and vote. You're, well, you I had to now. think. I had to think about it a little more. And to give a little more insight, and I feel like Billy Idol's version is like a fine wine, and Blink One Eighty Two's version is like drinking too many PBRs at karaoke and then just trying to have fun. And I vote for Billy Idol. <laughs> so it's funny you said that, uh, especially the way you put it. You did put it perfectly that that Billy Idol is like fine wine, and Blink One Eighty Two is like drinking a bunch of. Uh, PBRs at karaoke. And to me, this is the problem I'm facing right now is I kind of like both. Like yeah. I, I kind of like fine wine and I kind of like getting fucked up at karaoke <laughs> and being sort of idiotic. And I, I, the first time yeah. I heard the first time I heard the blink version, I was like, ah, I can eat this. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, this isn't going to be fun. But the more I listened to this over this week, it has been i've i've started like my billy idol version of this song starts to go down and their version of it goes up for some reason because <laughs> maybe if maybe it's cuz i feel like a 10 year old uh this week <laughs> so i it, it, look i typically I, people don't know this but i put a pretty good amount of notes on these um these songs before we we get to this point and and i typically put my vote and have it in there and I am. I'm just. I'm just toward. This is to me is uh, is a, is a tie. I I know I can't tie, so I have to make the call. Um, but in in like the closest of close, I I am gonna put Billy Idol ahead. Um, by just a a sea hair, just, just a sea hair to go with the potty humor. Just a a a a a a, a, a layer of sweat. Sweat, 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 sweat. Oh, okay, I dig it. Um, that was amazing. Sweat right there. I, there might be somebody coming through this door. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they think you're. They dying. might think I'm dying. <laughs> but uh, you you brought up a good point. Um, with the the, I get it. Blink One Eighty Two was just having fun. Like, yeah. like they do, that's their, their style. So yeah, I, I think I was just taking it too personally that it, it, I just didn't think it sounded good. And, um, I think it's more of the vocals too. Like musically it's good. Sounds good. Yeah. I just, I, I just didn't like the vocal delivery and I know covers are supposed to be different and sound different. I just, for some reason, this one just kind of, kind of ground on me. Like I didn't, I didn't love it. But yeah. I get I totally get your point. Like I, I think I was too harsh on it. Um but I'm still way far on Billy Idol's side. Um yeah. the other the other point that you brought up that you know we're eleven episodes deep now, we've actually never discussed if we could actually have a tie. I think yeah, yeah I think that I'd... could be something that we you know, it's our our rules, <laughs> our <laughs> yeah. uh, our podcast. You know, if if we wanna say ties are i think ties are allowed i say i said we let people tell us like you know um if we can have ties i you know I, I don't know i it'd be really hard look it'd be really hard for me to say there's a true tie like mm -hmm. it, it, 
Um, gosh, I'm I, until we come across the date. This is a close one to me. Like, uh, and again, I think it's because it's because I've never really taken Billy Idol that serious, and Blink One Eight Two obviously doesn't want to be serious. I think that that's why I kind of put him in this this neck and neck thing. I didn't look at it as, as deep as the delivery of the vocals. I knew Travis Barker wasn't on this album, which this song, which I think that would have probably helped. Um, it may even put it over the top. Um, and the circumcision mm-hmm. stuff probably didn't help either. <laughs> I, but, uh, but yeah, well, that was, uh, that was a good conversation, man. Uh, it was, I, I, yeah. you know, I actually didn't think it was going to be a, a longer episode, but, uh, but yeah, we we're pretty much average here. Yeah, yeah, fifty-seven minutes, um, fifty-five seconds minus the songs, which is fifty minutes. So that's good. That's right yeah. in the sweet spot of what yeah. everybody seems to like. So, and I think, well, uh, you know, it was fun talking about Billy Idol. Re, not necessarily rediscovering him, but just remembering. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably listen to a little more Billy Idol here, throwing in the shuffle. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, well, I might I, have uh, to shoot him an email address or shoot him an email later. <laughs> Yeah, just just be forewarned if a vial of heroin shows up. Uh, <laughs> the, the Thai army will be coming might, in quickly. Might get a reply from uh, Mailer Damon. <laughs> uh, but no, I can't uh, wait to sink another drink with your brother. Um, you man, I, uh, I'll have, I'll be sinking some drinks tonight uh, during oh the yeah, football for the, for the big game. The big game that we can't talk about. <laughs> Just think, someday we'll be at we'll be at this venue and we'll be, you know, up on a stage and people will be like throwing shit at us, probably, or yeah. being like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah. Well, hey, maybe one day, you know, they'll bring us there and then we can judge the cover of the national anthem. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, man. Reba's singing it tonight, right? Is it? I, or is she? Not really. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Reva. But anyways, long story short, go offensive lineman, touchdowns. touchdowns. Uh, Taylor Swift, please be on TV at least six times. Um, and thank you fun. for being being very uh, on the straight and narrow uh, and not being what others would term promiscuous. <laughs> thank you to all our listeners. We appreciate everybody. Uh, thanks for everybody coming back, listening. And to all our new listeners, now that we did talk about Thailand, maybe we'll get some Thai listeners um, soon. But, uh, but yeah, we appreciate the feedback, comments, like, subscribe, love us. We love you. Love you. Talk to you.